What's up, everybody? This is Jamie Kennedy, and I know it's your home right now. And I know you're probably reaching for that third bag of Doritos. Well, when you grab it, just go to your TV and turn on your Roku and download the Tubi app, and you can watch me, Jamie Kennedy, and my new special, Stupid Smart, streaming right now. And I want to say you're listening to my buddy, Elias. And this is the Man Cave Chronicles. Oh, yeah, we, we deep in that cave. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Jamie, welcome to the cave. What's up, my brother? Man, how are you, man? What's new with you? I'm good, man. I'm trying to release this new special, dude. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. No problem. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you, man. The, the big five zero, uh, huh? I know, bro. But you invert that five, it could be two zero. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Go easy on me there. Yeah. Hey, you're only a few years older than you. I'm forty. I'll be forty three in July. So I'm not that far from you. You got some time. You got some serious time. How's uh, How's quarantine life treating you? You know, not bad. I'm I'm being productive, you know. I'm trying to be as productive as I can and just really get stuff done, you know what I mean? Get caught up. It's just like a good, you know, way of reset in a way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man, you've been busy for many years with stand-up comedy, TV, films, voiceover work, man. Have you – is there anything you haven't done in your career? Uh, <laughs> win, win, win awards – but uh other than that you still got time I, I still got time i touched i touched on every genre i've been in every media form so no i don't know i think i have done everything <laughs> so i mean yeah you just released uh last night right stupid uh stupid smart on 2b tv which was your uh your stand-up special man uh let's talk about that man um how long did it take you to uh to film this uh, you only film it in one day. You just film two shows and then you kind of put them together. Um, but that was like pretty much the first show, just this special. And, um, you know, it took me about a year and a half of working on the road and getting the material and, and you know, working it out. Yeah. So it was filmed in, uh, in at the California Rec Room. What made you pick that location? Uh, it's a great club. Um a lot of stand-up specials are, like, pretty huge, and, you know, they look massive, and I, you know, I hadn't done one for a little while, so I thought I could do one that's a little bit more intimate. It still looks big enough, but it's also intimate, and, and it's got a good vibe, and that club has just got the best energy, and, and they really love comedy there, so I knew that they aren't going to, they're not going to be offended at anything. Mm. How did you get involved with, like, Tubi TV? Tubi's a new app, and it's so good. I mean, they've, they've taken a lot of my older content, and they have completely uh, put it up there. So they've been, they've been so awesome to me. And, you know, the next step was original content. And so this is, like, the first one. And I'm like, 
so into it and they've been so supportive. So hopefully we're going to do more together. Mm. And it's, this is a free app for the listeners that don't know, but you're also going to be, uh, it's going to get released on Amazon too, right? Yeah, it'll be on Amazon and Vimeo and it's, you know, when you put up stuff now, you put it everywhere. OT, OTT, you know, over the top, uh, top set boxes. So, mm. so, I watched it the other night, man. It was funny. You know, I, I've seen most of your stand-up shows, movies, and everything. Like, you talk a lot about, like, how you aren't married, man. Like, are you ever going to get married? <laughs> I, man, I don't know, man. I still, like, it's such a thing. It's just not, like, has to happen naturally, you know? It's not something that you just want to, like, you can't just force it. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, can I, can I do that? Can I get married and you never know you never know it's just different it's an outdated concept to just be married you don't have to do that people married back in the olden times for land you know yeah so it's like we're different now <laughs> what were the vows do you Greta Von Z, take this man so you can share a lot of sheep I mean come on well this project of yours man what, like, what was like the ultimate goal in uh are you uh, planning any more specials after this? Well, I just released this one, so hopefully I'm going to let this one marinate for a little bit. Yeah. And the public the public can consume it and, you know, to grow my stand-up base. I got that material out, Keep try to keep current, and then definitely going to do another one, but let's see how it is. You know, I like to see if it builds up my touring and all that, although I don't know what touring is going to be like. So, mm. so. so I mean, at a young age, man, what made you get into stand-up comedy? I always say there's not a lot of options, you know? Like, to me, uh, people always told me that I was, like, a little off. And, you know, it just kind of led me to that place of stand-up or that I was funny or I was weird. And and I didn't want to be in a normal type of job setting. And, and it just kind of led me to that way, the creative life. And um, I was, like... You know, it felt good to do it, even though it was painful. It felt right. You know, it didn't feel like I was doing something against the grain of myself. Was there anybody that, that you looked up to growing up in like in the in the comedy world that kind of influenced you to get into this more? Uh, I mean, professionally, it was like, you know, Eddie Murphy he was like one of my heroes and Joan Rivers, you know, people like that. But um, personally, there was like a teacher. I was in high school. He was... He was a part-time stand-up comic, you know, and I, I saw him sometimes his name in the paper, and I thought, oh my God, that's just incredible. He was really more of a teacher than a comic, but he, he, he was like really doing it, and I thought that's interesting. And he was kind of cool to me, talking a little bit about it, not much, but just a little bit. So, like, like was like ultimate dream like stand-up, or did you like behind, you know, in your mind, like you know, you wanted to try TV and movies eventually? I just wanted to be seen, man, you know, whatever I could do. I didn't have like a grand plan and I didn't have like, I'm going to be, I don't think any, I don't know. Who, who, who do you know when they first start has an idea what they're going to do? You just right, right. Wanna, you, you want to be famous or you want to be expressive or create or seen or whatever. So I was like, look, man, I can do, maybe I can try to stand up. Maybe I can try to be an actor. I have no idea. You know, you don't, you don't know anything. And then those are the two roads that really kind of, I liked and those are the two roads that I learned and they then they started sticking you know what I mean? but that was on my those were my my thoughts but it took me a while to figure them out and how to start pursuing them mm. 
Well, like I mentioned earlier, you've done your you've done your movies. You had your skit show. Like, was like, did you ever like think about like maybe trying to do like trying to get into like SNL or back then like Mad TV or anything like that? Yep, I auditioned for both of them, um, and that's how my show was born. Because I I went far, but I didn't get those shows, and I was like, oh man, what am I gonna do? Like, I have this side of me that's like that, but you know, I'm not getting these shows and. That's kind of how my Dick Jimmy Kenny experiment was born. So, here's a good question for you: Like, how the hell? How come we don't have a sequel to Kicking Your Old Soul yet, or Malibu's Most Wanted? Ah, well, <laughs> well, the world changed, so pretty much everybody, studios barely make movies anymore. And when they do, it's usually a Marvel, some kind of huge movie. So possibly, possibly. Malibu somewhere because people do love Malibu so much and kicking it should be it's getting more popular again because it's on Tubi and Amazon but kicking it was uh, released by an independent studio so it's a little harder but who knows man but Malibu you never know you never know right I mean kicking it also I mean you had a good cast too I mean you had a Menounos starting in there you had a uh, Rosenbaum it's like Rosenbaum's a funny guy yeah he's he's really funny you know he's he, he has like Vince Vaughn quality about him and uh, it was great. We had Maria, you know, we had Russell Peters, I think is in there. We had all types. We had Vivica Fox. It was great. Mm-hmm. Now for like Malibu's Most Wanted, like how did you come up with, I know your character was on the experiment, but like how did you come up with that idea? I just did it and I was like, did this character and then I met Nick Schwartzen and, and then I he was talking to me and he's like, yo, I got an idea for your character and how you can make this a movie. Cause I was like, I want to make it a movie. And he started spitting ideas and I started, you know, going back and we just started collaborating and, you know, he wrote the first 10 pages and I was like, this is awesome. You know, like, this is great. If you could ever bring that show back, would you? Yeah. Experiment? Yeah. Like on a streaming People, service. Yeah. Why not? People love it. Why not? You know? I mean, Tubi's playing all your stuff and everything. You should try to get involved with them. Well, we might be doing that. We're talking to them. We never know. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, before before we get into a little scream, like, out of all those projects you've done, what's been, like, the most fun and most, like, one that sticks out the most that you've enjoyed? Because you've done a lot of movies, too. Um... I mean, there's, there's a lot, you know, that stick out. It's Scream, it's Malibu, Street Kings, it's Enemy of the State, uh, Romeo, Boiler Room. I mean, I have a lot of movies that creep up. Max Keeble's big movie, even even yeah. it's kind of under the radar, but kids love it that are now growing up. So, you know, I would say a lot of stuff in the early 90s really sticks. And then there's some indies that stick, you know, it's, People are now finding their audiences, but those movies for sure, because they came out and made pop cultural, you know, they made a mark on pop culture. I don't know how you feel, but I miss the 90s and that whole 90s movie era. Oh, that people say it was like, you know, one of their last eras that they get along with, you know, they, 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 they love it, you know, like they... It just has a, you know, the 90s, what they say was like that last great, you know, like pre-internet fame type of deal. You know what yeah. I mean? 
um, where the internet was coming in, but it wasn't like it is, obviously. And I know I missed the '92. The '90s were. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I feel like they were right there like yesterday. Right. That, that, that was telling that to my wife. Like, it just feels like I just graduated from high school in 95. Like, what happened? I know, right? <laughs> who's, uh, who's been your favorite character that you played? That's a hard question, man. Um, I mean, I really love Randy. I really love Malibu's. I really love. I love my character from Three Kings. You know, I also love characters. I loved on Experiment, you know. Um, mm. I also love Floyd when I was on Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, he was good. Like, so, like, when you jumped into acting, like, did you even, like, take any acting classes or did you just jump right into it because you were already doing the stand-up? Uh, I was in stand-up. I took some, like, little, like, acting classes here and there, and then I took a program, but... I didn't really, I knew that you, you don't, you don't take it to get into acting. You just take it so you can explore it. So I took it to like practice and learn what it is and stuff. And then, so I did it. I did that, but I didn't really, it was to show another side of myself to emotionally explore myself. Cause I think it's really good to find out sides of yourself that you don't know. So a few weeks ago it was, it was, uh, they came out that they said they're coming out with a new scream, man. Like, did you ever think like those movies were going to be that huge when you first, like when you did the first two? Um, did I think they were going to be that huge? Oh man. You know, I thought that we had an amazing script and I thought we had an amazing cast and I thought we had an iconic filmmaker and I thought it was really interesting. Did I know it was going to be that huge? I had no idea, but I thought it would definitely be good. I knew it was going to be good. Didn't know if people would see it, but I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. It like brought like the horror movies like back when those came out. Well, they they weren't they weren't gone, but it was different. You know, it yeah. kind of like us. It ushered in a new type of horror movie, which is meta which was young. I mean, that was young teenagers again. And I, I know what you did last summer. Jeepers right. Creepers and all those movies that came in. And, and those movies, Scream was the beginning of that. Scream said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to have cute young ingenues and cute, cute guys and a scare thing. And, it was great. They know what they were doing, man. Like, so you were like, you were in the first one, and then you were part of the second one, and then you die in the second one, and then you had a camera in the third one. But like, people were mad when they killed you off, man. Yeah, I hold hold off. It, it basically, my character was was killed, and and um. People, people were really upset about it, you know, and I think that people, they underestimated the power of that character because they basically killing the audience, the voice of the audience, you right. know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I think, I think that was, they underestimated Randy's power. Mm. So what, what are your thoughts about the new Scream coming now? I really don't have any, man. I'm, I was killed you know 20 yeah. years ago but you never know um, they could bring you back somehow there's always crazy um, stuff. 
I'm dead. I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like I, if they call me, I'm totally open. You know, I'd love to hear what happens, but I, you know, I haven't heard anything I'd love to, but I'm, I'm dead. Randy is still in the van. That's right. Or, That's right. or underneath it. Or you could be alive. You could be the next killer. We don't know that. Maybe. You never know, man. You never know. <laughs> so, man, uh, what's next for you, man, for 2020? I know we're stuck with this whole quarantine thing. you have any plans um, for anything? Yeah, I mean, like, I am, I don't know. I just put release in this special, and I have a couple of projects, movie, one movie, one TV show. I'm developing, and I'm, like, just trying to get it going in the middle of quarantine. You know what I mean? It's a good time to be creative and get all your ducks in a row. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do that. What do you think about like the comedy world when, when everything gets back to normal? How do you think stand-up's going to be? I think it's going to be, I think, I don't know. I think a lot of people think it's going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. I think it's going to pivot. I think it's going to be, 30 to 50 percent capacity i think maybe i'll add more shows to make up for the capacity but i think it's going to be more distancing i think i think when this virus calms down people are going to be worried about another virus and i think we are all going to have ptsd for a while Jeez, yeah. and i don't know i'm not dying to go out and tour and i don't know i mean i know people are dying to see comedy and some aren't and, so I think it's going to be a lot more zooming and virtual stuff. And there's always going to be live, but right. it's going to pivot, you know, and uh, I'm not dying to go out right now. How long do you think you'll like, what do you think? Maybe another year you'll try to go back out again? Depends. It, it depends. The more we hear about the virus, you know, like yeah. what are we hearing? Are we hearing that it's not as deadly? Are the numbers down? Is the transmission harder? You know, the more facts we actually get that are like all facts across the board from the CDC, the mainstream media, to Reddit, to wherever, I need to see them join on multiple platforms before I just believe one source. But I don't know. I mean, I just think (laughs) I'm in LA, so I'm very lucky and, and it's very hot here. And I think that's helps. Right. And and California's we're on a pretty straight lockdown still and I mean we're one of the more you know states that's doing well even though we've had some deaths and it's awful. But we have the biggest land mass and you know we're pretty low. So maybe it's because we're so locked down, you know. Mm-hmm. So like you said you know you've been quarantined and everything you've been working on projects and stuff like that but like on your like downtime with some of the shows you've been binging lately anything good i haven't really i honestly dude i've been doing so much work on my house between fixing up my house setting up my server getting all my clips doing this editing i've only watched like three things i watched obviously the last dance obviously tiger king and obviously um the sound of love or whatever it is the love thing oh awesome the love box with netflix it's good to keep you busy. I've been doing some projects around the house too. It just keeps your keeps your mind just more clear, I think. Yeah. I've been working out. I've been trying to just stay healthy. You know what I mean? And then I'll watch I'll watch I'll binge sometime. But. There you go. There you go. Hey man, lastly, how can the listeners find you on social media? You can hit me at Jamie Kennedy 
the Jamie Kennedy on Instagram, at Jamie Kennedy on Facebook, and Twitter, and jamiekennedy.com is my website. And one more time, tell the listeners where they can find your new special. My new special is called Stupid Smart, and it's on Tubi. Tubi's an app. You can just download it. It's a big streaming app. Um, people love it, and um, it's free, so give it a shot. All right, Jamie, man, this was fun. Thank you for coming on the show. Dude, appreciate you, man. Sorry, bro. I had so much to do today. I was making a long time. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.